0: You are now listening to Warrior on fire. fire. Hey everybody, this is your boy Gary J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, daily fire edition. Today's topic is this, you want to whistle. <laughs> Sit back and relax and welcome to today's daily fire. All right, my friends, hopefully you got your Starbucks in your hand and you're about to take a little gulpity gulpity gulp. Mm-hmm. Although I do warn you, if you're drinking coffee while listening to the Daily Fire, it is highly likely that your heart will explode. All right, so here's the deal. I like to drive my kids to school. Not very many people like to do this that are dudes. Most ladies uh, tend to beat up to this. So ladies, if you're listening to this, well done. Uh, I like to do it because I work a ton and it gives me a time to connect with my girls in the morning. Drop them off. My 19-year-old doesn't need me to drive him to school anymore. He does his own thing, has his own apartment all the, the way. Works for me and it's an amazing experience. One of the things that I do on the way to school with my youngest is I whistle. Yeah, you might wonder if you, if you have children. Take a guess at what that little rhythm was. Bam! That's right. It's the bear Mowgli inside of the the movie Jungle Book. My kids are into musicals and plays, and here's the deal: I don't really sing. Singing's not really my thing. Yelling is my thing. Um, I kind of yell sing, so it's like a little ah. Yeah. And I picked up a skill a long time ago uh, called whistling. My wife whistles. I whistle. And, like, my kids whistle. And I don't even know why we whistle. Uh, It's just like what we do. It's so much fun that the inside of our teams, and particularly inside my studio, our video teams actually call us the Whistling Whites. (whistles) And it doesn't even matter what the song is. I can just, like, jam after it. Even share this with you, besides the fact that I was whistling Jungle Book on the way to school today with my six year old. Because the reality was, I didn't know how to whistle. I can remember being in elementary school and kids could whistle, and I could not whistle for shit. Couldn't whistle. Couldn't. Couldn't that. Couldn't. Couldn't whistle. Literally could not whistle. For whatever reason, my lips, my tongue, my mouth couldn't figure the jam out. It was like, what is this whistling shit that you're doing? And so I got committed. Like every day, I can remember this being in elementary school about my oldest daughter's age, sixth grade, fifth grade, right in there. And I decided, I'm going to learn how to whistle. And every day, I would be whistling, trying to at least whistle, on the way to school, during class, after school, on the way back, whistling, whistling, whistling. And people made fun of me. Like I can distinctly remember, I had two nicknames in elementary school. One was like Garrett the Carrot. And for whatever reason, that fucking pissed me off big time. And the biggest reason was because I didn't have uh, braces, so I bucked teeth. Garrett Carrot. Well, it kind of helped with being Buck T Beaver guy. And so in there you got the nickname Garrett the Carrot, which don't get me started about a fight I got to in sixth grade and beat the shit out of this kid for calling me Garrett the Carrot. And uh yeah, I was a little sensitive on the topic. But inside of that, I learned how to whistle. And kids made fun of me, like crazy fucking made fun of me because of my teeth and also because of my mullety hair that my mom would never cut, or I would never let her cut, I should say, and my whistling attempts. <laughs> And then it became. Now, why do I share any of this shit with you? Because here's the reality. To get good at something, you have to first suck. Like it's not even like an option. To get good at something, you have to first suck. And when you suck, people make fun of you. Look at those two realities. To get good at something, you have to first suck, but to to get good in that game, you have to suck. But when you suck, people make fun of you. Look at that crazy dynamic. To get good at something, you have to suck, and when you suck, people make fun of you. And in this case, most individuals, when they get made fun of, they just stop. They stop doing whatever it is they said they were committed to. In my case, it was whistling. So here's my question for you in today's Daily Fire: Where in your world, across body, being, balance, and business, have you started down the road of trying to? (laughs) And all you're hearing is, oh, they're all gonna laugh at you. Oh, they're all gonna laugh at you. Meaning you are getting persecuted and mocked, and because of it, you stopped sucking. Meaning you just stopped trying. You want to whistle. You want to make money. You want to have a better marriage. You want to make that shit happen. But the truth is, you keep stopping. So, where is that at across body, being balanced, and business inside of your core four? Where is the area where you currently find yourself sucking, being persecuted, and stopping? And my second question with this is what are you committed to doing about it and changing? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire it's a parable and a principle. Up next is The Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in The Warrior Book. So if you don't have a copy of The Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child... Is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends. So, we are tying in uh, today's Daily Fuel in connection with the Daily Fire of the equivalent parable of me and my family as whistlers. Yes, the whistling whites. <laughs> Off we go. But we're going to specifically link this up today as we continue our journey down the code and how that parable of the following, the whistling whites and the lesson that we learned or the principle, which is in order to get good at something, you have to first suck. And when you suck, people will make fun of you. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. No bullshit. Not going to lie to you. Very, very difficult principle to live is being willing to suck first at something, understanding that when you suck at something, people will make fun of you. Now, we're going to get this started here by going back into the warrior book. We're specifically looking at page 76 inside the warrior book, section 2, the code, chapter 6, real, the facts. We're going to start off with a quote here by John Adams. Facts are stubborn things, and whatever may be our wishes, our inclinations, or the dictates of our passions, they cannot alter the state of facts and evidence. John Adams, second president of the United States of America. We're going to go to verse number 1. Verse 1. The first principle inside of the code is be real. You see, being... ...is a function of who you are at this exact moment. Accept me. Reject me. I don't give a shit. Here is who I am. This is my light and my darkness, which are the aspects of me that you enjoy and the aspects of me that you reject. Blend them all together, and what you have are the simple facts of who I'm being. Verse 2. The challenge that you are likely to face at this point in your life is the fact that you can't even see the facts anymore. The hardcore truth stares you back in the face every single day about your body, your being, your balance, and your business. Verse three. Can you look at the facts of your life? So let, let's stop here for a second and begin our journey. Check, check I mean, the, the principle we learned in the parable for today is that you're going to suck at things. I was sucking at whistling, and then I was not sucking at whistling, and I actually got pretty good. But living by the facts and living a life driven by the facts is exactly the same. It is not easy at all. It is simple, but it is not easy. In the beginning, learning to live by the code and specifically to be real. What does that mean to be real? To be real means that I am connected to the facts. See, most individuals have fallen in love with fantasy. You, my friend, at a certain level in areas of your life are fucking in love With fantasy, you have created fiction in replacement of the facts. Now, this is not, it's not an easy thing to begin to shift your world away from that. And the challenging part is that people will fucking make fun of you as you attempt to live in the facts. They will persecute you as you attempt to live in the facts. As I began down this journey, it was not easy. People in the religion I was raised in were attacking me. My family would attack me. I was being made fun of on social media. Even my spouse and my partner, Danielle. In the beginning, as I was attempting to decipher between the fiction of my life and the fantasy that I had created and the fiction and fantasy from the facts and the reality, I looked like an idiot. I realized I had no reps in actually learning how to tell the fucking truth, which sounds crazy. I mean, it sounds crazy, yet it's no different than whistling. How did I learn how to whistle? I was shitty at whistling. And then I was less shitty and less shitty and less shitty and less shitty and less shitty. And and then I got pretty damn good at whistling. The same thing goes for living by the code, specifically being real. To fall in love with the facts. Let's continue in verse 4 here in the Warrior Book on page 77, chapter 6. Verse 4. Right now in this exact moment, you have and are experiencing a reality of your life in the form of feelings and results. These feelings and results are not inherently good or bad. They are simply the facts of your life. Here is what I am feeling. Facts. Here is what's going on for me. Facts. Here is my thought process. Facts. Here is a checklist of things I did. Facts. Here is a checklist of things I want. Facts. Verse five. Facts are data points. Now, it's interesting. When you look inside your bank account, like your bank doesn't tell you, doesn't have an opinion. Like, it's, it doesn't have an opinion. Like, your your banking app does not have an opinion. It's not like there's a pop-up notification that says, oh, you're a fucking pussy, right? It doesn't pop up and say, you suck ass. Like, when it does, it doesn't show up and say, oh my God, you're amazing. There's no cheerleading going on inside of your banking app. Why? Because your facts inside the banking app, when it comes to numbers and dollars, are data points. Data points. They're not good data points. They're not bad data points. See, and you learning... To live by the code and specifically to begin to fall in love with the facts is no different than how I learned how to whistle. It's no different than how I've learned how to do anything. Anything that you currently do in your life that you excel at at any level, whether it be in body, being, balance, or business, you will find a common thread of experience. Here's how it goes. One, inside of that, you had to begin in a place in which you sucked first. You did not just start doing shit and you were awesome at it. This is a fact. The data points inevitably show you want to learn to surf, you want to learn to skateboard, you want to learn to market, you want to get better at sex, you want, to, you want to get more fit, you want to market better, you want to make money better. Whatever it is you've got going on, it's going to require you to return to the data points, but inside those data points to be able to what? Not persecute the shit out of yourself by throwing yourself into the pit or putting yourself on the pedestal. This means we're going to have to strip away this good and bad and right and wrong game that you keep putting around the facts. The facts are the facts are the facts are the facts. What you s- create as a story around those facts is totally different. The story you create around opening your banking app and thinking, wow, I'm fucking great. Or, oh my God, I suck ass. All of those are the feelings and the stories that follow the actual data points. Let's go down to verse number seven here, page 77, chapter six again here in the warrior book. Chapter seven, verse seven. I recognized about eight years into my marriage that I couldn't tell my wife what I was truly feeling or what I was even thinking. If I had a sexual thought, I couldn't tell her. If I had an emotional desire, I couldn't tell her. If I had a fear, I couldn't tell her. If I thought about maybe doing something different, I couldn't tell her. This led me to create a small little box into which I started living inside. Doing this, I became the least attractive human being on the planet to my wife. I sat there longing, wanting, and searching, and hoping to have a connection with my queen, and yet I couldn't. Why? Because what stood between me, between us, was a stacking series of lies and suppressed truths that I was terrified to actually share with her. Now, I don't know where you are in your relationships, Here's what I can tell you, one of the most, there are two places we're starting with being real and getting to the foundational facts about your life. And this is why we do the fact maps, this is why we do all the work that we do inside of Warrior. The piece inside of this that is so crucial is your capacity to fall in love with the facts more than you are falling in love with the feelings of sucking. See, facts expose where you are. They just expose you. When I, when I stripped everything back inside my marriage, I mean, what, what, the, what were the facts? We were, we were having infrequent sex. What we did have sexually was garbage. It was no good for either of us. We couldn't talk about reality. We had limited conversations. Every date night we went on was a fight. Like, these were facts. Like, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Like, we could go to court and there was no one who could prove otherwise. Like, these were the realities that we were both facing, How are you doing with that? How are you doing with that? Seriously. Or have you become like the nice big peanut butter spread person who just spreads this whole peanut butter layer of bullshit across the facts in your life? You're bullshitting yourself about your kids. You're bullshitting yourself about your marriage. You're bullshitting yourself about your business. You're bullshitting yourself about your body. You've taken a nice big glob of like fantasy peanut butter and you've just wiped it across the facts of your life like a piece of toast. Let's continue. Verse 11 on page 78. Men and women today have become so used to lying and so used to not dealing with the facts the average person can't even take a picture of themselves without filtering it 75 fucking times and then posting it on Instagram as if they had just taken it on a whim. Then we take this over filtered image and declare quote, this is me, close quote. No, it's not you. It's a filtered version of you. Verse 12. The real problems begin when you start putting those filtered images out into the marketplace. And the marketplace begins to fall in love with this fantasy filtered version of you, which of course is not you. I watch this happen to my daughter right now. She's 11 years old. It is a goddamn nightmare for these little girls. A goddamn nightmare. And that nightmare is just as intense for the mamas, the older ladies. And for guys, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. We have become a society of human beings who abhor actually living in the facts. And so what do we do? We create these altered realities, these bullshit realities of who we are. We say this is what I actually am when the truth is that is not what you actually are at all. And the worst part is you start to fall in love with the fantasy version of yourself. And then you wonder why life's not working out. When you, what you offer up your wife or your husband is a fantasy version of you. And then, and then when the pressure's on and then when scarcity's on and then when life's on and the facts come to the surface, which side note, they always do. When the facts come to the surface, you're left with what? You're left with this harsh reality that you are in a relationship that is driven by fiction and fantasy and you are in partnership with someone who is not actually in relationship with you because they are in relationship with your fiction and your fantasy, not the facts and the foundation of who you actually are. This can be troubling. But this is why we do the work every day. This is why we do the work every day. Because day by day, stack by stack, core four by core four, every four we hit, every stock we hit gives us an opportunity to make our lives more legit. So let's go through a few of the final points here. The points upon it from the general shift for chapter six here in the code with real. Point number one, facts are Dana points. Your target is to be able to back away from them in the most neutral position as possible and say, okay, here are the facts and the truth to me the way I see it today. Point number two, it is impossible to create a new reality without a clear picture of your current reality. Point number three here in this chapter, make a list about your facts through journaling on your warm map. acknowledge your realities as what they are, which then gives you an opportunity to move forward with an honest approach towards reality. And our final point inside of this chapter, point number four, no one is responsible for your facts but you. When you realize this, where they had before held you captive, the facts will now set you free. So I'm going to read you a few warrior witnesses here to this particular topic. I'm going to come to a gentleman, a brother out of California. He said the following, he said, I took a stab in the dark and listened to this earlier this morning. I felt a huge spotlight on something I do that until now I would have never thought of as now looking at the facts. For example, my wife will say, hey, we went to bed or we went in the red 20K last month personally. My first, her first response is anger, like she fucking did something wrong. Next is the thought, shit. Then I asked to see all the expenditures and justify the facts. Saying shit like, well, we paid our taxes, we went on a vacation, the dog needed veneers, you get the point. Justify the facts equals life. Instead of looking at the facts and understanding that regardless of what they say, they are facts. I would say that I spend more time in a justification place, disappointing my body, being balanced in business, than I ever do basking in the facts. Scary. I'm going to come to a brother out of South Carolina. He said the following on this. Be real. I have a dark side that gets pissed off and can't let shit go. It festers inside of me to the point where I villainize people and begin to hate or resent them. It's happened with my queen, with my friends, with my family. My pride doesn't let me go first to them and say, hey, I'm fucking pissed at you, and I'm not even really sure if it's fair or if you deserve it, but it's true nonetheless. I also catch myself dreaming of how life should be, but not actually putting pen to paper and making it happen. I resent my queen for not seeing me as the man I want to be, even though I am not him. I want the credit and appreciation he deserves, even though I have not put in the work to be him. People tell me all the time how successful I am and how I'm killing it in life, and then I, and I tend to let them think that, but it's a lie. I don't make much money. My body is so-so, and my relationship is on the brink. Spirituality is a one out of 100. I can fake being a two- to, two to three-dimensional douchebag, but I'm really zero to one, and I need to figure this out faster. I'll be looking back wondering what the fuck I was thinking and how I could have possibly let it all slip through my fingers. We're going to come to one last one from Man in Idaho. The fact is that I'm so fucking tired of being what I think everyone else wants me to be. I want to just be me. I want to be a warrior king and I know I cannot be a fucking thing, any fucking thing near it if I don't stop spinning the plates that are so unnecessary. I'm so overwhelmed and disappointed with my current state. I know I'm here for more than this and I'm committed to doing the fucking work. Gentlemen and ladies, that brings us to a conclusion for this Daily Fuel conversation linked up to the parable of whistling whites and the idea that you cannot get good at something unless you suck at it first. And being real is one of those things you're just going to suck at it first and people are going to make fun of you. The decision you've got to make is, is my life truly worth it? And I would have you consider that it is. Thank you so much for being here today in this Daily Fuel. Again, hit your core and get your stack out the door today. We will see you guys tomorrow in our next episode of The Daily Fuel.